Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Magic Millions Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton recording uh, episode 155 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. That might it's, be what uh, the, um, the Australians make in both innings combined in the next <laughs> test as well, 154. That's not a bad guess, actually. Um, it's just after 11 a.m., Thursday, 16th of February, Pinjarra Park in Esperance on Saturday, and we've got a Mount Barker meeting in the Great Southern to wrap up the weekend this Sunday. Remember last year, was it last year? Was it Bunbury or Pinjarra we went down for? Yeah, last year. And uh, all day. Do you remember all – that was – no, nah, but it might have been Bunbury Cup Day and there was a dual Esperance meeting on. Yes. And do you remember all day in the bus, the whole way there, I said, no matter how bad our day is at Bunbury, and I don't, I don't think we went too bad in the end. I remember a lot of us, Crip and I, loaded um, – I think you were involved too. Reliable um, star in the last. No, we had that. No, yeah. no, no. I was talking about one of our losers. Uh, triple missile to Chisano beat Kiss on all four cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny looking back on those two bets in time, isn't it? Mm. Um, I don't think Triple Missile was 100% that day, but still, kissing all four cheeks has made the form look okay. <laughs> Reasonable, yeah. But yeah, no, I just remember <laughs> carrying on about uh, a horse in the last at Esperance all day long. Like, I would not let anyone forget. It was 20 to 1, 20 for oil skin. It was yeah, called. oil skin, yeah. And um, I remember you didn't back it. No. And I, I, remember, I remember feeling aggrieved, like you'd done something wrong to me. I'd carried on that much. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you'd, you'd wronged me, so. As usual, I was too busy- uh, Chin-wagging. Chin-wagging and telling everyone how- Listening I, to Andrew Walker. <laughs> how, how I backed the last winner at Bunbury <laughs> and I missed out on the last winner at uh, Esperance. $20, Tash Faithful, was it? Uh, I, 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 I can't, yeah, it was a Helen Harding horse, I can't remember. And all I remember on the, on the drive home, because I was the designated driver, was Terry singing um, Simply the Best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tina Turner gets a run after a good victory like that, so. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, it's a similar setup. You're, you're driving my car down yeah. there on uh, yeah. on Saturday. We got uh, a likely little crew. We got um, we got Troy, the material witness owner, Jared uh, Eagles, extraordinaire, and then Chief Great Albanian uh, Bald Man uh, <laughs> filling out the car. So, Mr. Sadik, I feel yeah. for you, Mr. Sadik, yeah. yeah, a man who's got an opinion on everything. So. Yeah. If he knew something about WA racing, he'd be a great person to take on Andrew Walker, <laughs> I reckon. I'll tell you what. You go for about three hours, eh? Uh, plenty to look forward to. All right, well, what, what should we stay tuned for, uh, Guru? We should stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city mates, get out, stakes, competition. Uh, and don't forget, as we just discussed, uh, the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind competition is Andrew Walker. What up? Um, against uh, Against another champ. It feels playful. And Mitchell uh, and Mitchell Pateman, a little bit of a grudge match. Uh, Andrew Walker looking to string two in a row. I think, um, yeah, may be the most anticipated matchup in history. Could be, could be. Exciting times here at the 1-1. One, one. Uh, what's happening in the, the, the great world of uh, the guru? Betfair, Betfair oh. Reg, SEN, even, <laughs> listeners, Triple M. Tuesday morning, Xavier and Michelle, prime time there in the breakfast morning slot. The guru was on there uh, giving his thoughts on the uh, Pinjara Magic Moons, uh, the two features there. Had a good chat to the team there at uh, Triple M. What else have you got on uh, on the agenda? Not much. Yeah, yeah not much. No yeah. froffies and fitzies? Uh, yeah, sorry, I quite enjoy that actually. It's a little 10-minute gig on the on the phone on Fridays and then um, I think I I think just with Gareth on Saturday mornings, but I'm pretty happy with that for now. Okay. You know, I might uh, do the written previews again uh, in some time if, if they still want me to, but uh, pretty happy just having a bit of time off that for now. So unfortunately, anyone that wants their our uh, – our tips need to listen to this for three hours. 
<laughs> excruciatingly there's no, listen. Uh, you must there's, listen. There's no, uh, there's no, um, no easy, summary. No easy there. way out. Nah, exactly. Yeah. Right. If you want the gold, Bad you're going to go panning for yeah, it. Exactly. All right. That's good. <laughs> All right. So good. the one one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all other major podcasting platforms. Please download, subscribe, like, follow, do what you can. Uh, if there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, don't think, just do get onto it, listeners. Okay, it's time for the Pinjarra Track Report brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. I love Pinjarra. This is my favourite race course to punt on. This is probably my favourite Probably my favorite outside the obvious major feature days. Probably my favorite podcast every year as well because feel a fair degree of trust in the in the track. And that unfortunately, where I'm going with this is the most recent Pinjara meeting. BJ was at Scarpside, but the majority of the track's still the same. It's just a long straight. Um, the bend. They got a different. Yeah, it's a different bend. Different yeah. bend. Yep. So not much really changes in that sense. It was at the True Pad and they hadn't raced there for quite a while and it was a hugely biased day, hugely on-pace biased day. Um, so I'm mindful about that. I've been so happy with the track all year. Um, there's been some days where it's been a little bit biased, but it's been such a fair um, fair place to bet and that's why you can just bet with trust, you know, rails in run, coming wide, leading. But we have to be mindful of how it played last time at the True. So we will um, – tread warily on certain runners early unless there's uh, massive overs. But it's 34 degrees. It's a lot mm. warmer than I'd anticipated as well. Um, so we'll, we'll allow for a fair deck, but I'm very mindful of what we saw. Uh, when were they last there? A week ago? A week and a half ago? Yeah, it's going, to be so. hot. it's going to be hot in the lead up mm. and it's going to be hot on the day. Yeah. So How much uh, water does mm. it get? So a bit different to last year when it was uh, – Cats and dogs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little right. bit of moisture. A little bit of moisture. That's yeah. right. Just changed things up sort of mid-card, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yep. right. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah, warmish and uh a fast. To reassess day. the outfit. Yeah. It's almost a short stay, isn't it? But can we I mean Are we in a marquee or something? I'm, I'm trying to sort something out. So, yeah, <laughs> if anyone's listening you can get us into that uh, little marquee. I've I've sent a couple of texts here, surely. <laughs> Surely, 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 surely the one one is surely, surely Tommy can get us into the triple M one. Yeah, I think we're already in the Magic Millions one. Are we? Yeah, because we got a runner in the race. So, oh, very yeah, good. Bad good. luck to the lads coming with us. Stiff shit. Well, yeah, uh, fellas, we'll be back in a sec. Yeah, <laughs> four hours later. <laughs> Where's the car? <laughs> um, but yes, so yeah, um, that is the. Racetrack Report brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Let's get cracking on this card, Terry. Race 1, 12, 24 p.m. kickoff. It's the third heat of the Tad Touch Westby Platinum Autumn Series. Uh, it's a 1,200-metre handicap. Um, Steve Wolf and Sean McGrady, seven winners they combined for last week between Can't them. Miss. And uh, they've got Export Man who won a Magic Millions two years ago. Looks like Steve's got him back on track He'll be squaring off against one of the runs of the day there, <clears throat> pardon me, at Ascot on the 5th of Feb. That was his dream and first up for Luke Fernie and Chris Parnham. Those two seem to dominate the market at the moment and uh, see why we are. First upper from the Jason Miller yard drawn nicely for CJP, has a trial under its belt and it looks a possible winning chance as well. 
Yeah, it's a good uh, open race here. I always like the um, 66 plus form coming back to platinum mm. type of uh, type of business. There was even a little bit of money around for uh, Export Man last start, surprisingly, in that 66 plus. I went back and had a better look at its previous run with Tarjon in the um, in the West Speed race, and I think it probably wins when chopped out. The problem, I think the reason I didn't give it the credit initially for that run and, and something – sort of I've probably stopped doing a little bit and this was a nice reminder is sometimes when a horse gets chopped out and then they lose their momentum, we always expect them to pick up and sprint again. And it didn't pick up and let down to the line again. That doesn't mean it wasn't going well. It just means they got chopped out and just simply didn't let down again. So, yeah, it easily easily could have won um, that a weaker platinum than this, albeit um, two starts ago. And I think the the Halitorian and and Stella Vista formed from that. Uh, races uh, definitely the best form I guess the issue is he was under the stick from the 600 still so he's a horse that's still probably on his day he's probably not not turning up on, on occasion um, but I think that is the best form reference but there's some some pretty nice horses in this so I'm not um, yeah I'm not uh, I'm not necessarily diving in at anything too shorty mm. yeah what, what are we another horse who's um who has to be considered um, when weighing up assessing this race is twice a fortnight. First up last Saturday, it's a maiden, but for um, for Paddy Carberry, they never never got clear at any stage, went to the line. Hard a few held. of them did, though. I think yep. that's going to be a tricky form race. So, You're going to look at Dance Cocky, who was deep, and go, oh, that's gone super. Kelvin. You're going to look at Kelvin, and Kelvin's a battler. Yep. I think that was the greatest indication, and that was a very, very – and Cable Boy winning. Cable Boy winning. That's a very, very, very weak um, West Speed Platinum from last race, and that's why I'm sort of happy to have Export Man. In saying that, see why we are couldn't do um, – not see why we are, sorry, twice a fortnight couldn't do much yeah. more than what it did, just yeah. standing up in the irons behind them. And you can go back and, and look at a maiden where twice a fortnight just went down to see why we are, stalked it in the run, nothing between them, gets two kilos on it for that run. Um, so you can draw a direct comparison there. Here's Dreaming was one of the runs of the day uh, last time out. There looks to be enough speed in this and all of the speed is good enough but not – good enough to win in my mind it'll it'll give us a great indication if one of those kick and win or kick and a right in the finish it might say well, hang on this isn't on pace day because we're going to see dance cocky amber highway zach loves to fly as mm-hmm. the obvious three forward none of them should win um but if one of them does or if one of them or a couple of them uh, or even all three run better than expected races move my market where i've got them 26 31 and 41 and um, that is probably the greatest indication because I expect Export Man will be last. So, so who, who, be last. who are your three again? Dance Copy, Dance Copy. Highway, Zach Loves to Fly. Right. Yeah. yeah and I think Bella yeah. Sprite will be just behind them, Requisition just behind them. Evidence might come across from the from the awkward gate and race on speed. So it's it's weakish speed. Um, but the leaders do have an opportunity um, to kick if they've got the horses like Bella Sprite and Requisition, who's not going that well at the moment, can turn up at Pinjarra though, and evidence on their back. Like mm. It's a great opportunity for a leader. If it, is, if, a, if it is a leader by a star, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a great opportunity for a leader to nick this, but um, I'm just not going to allow for a bias track for, for race one, and that could just happen if it does. Um, but the, the main chances are all going to be rearward, apart from probably CYWR, who will park up behind them, but not completely convinced on the trial. So, yeah, tough race. Export man, that a was, clear uh, favourite. That was actually won by Serviceman, that, that trial. Yes, actually it was. Quite and good. now it's drawn wide here, yep. which probably makes it very hard to come at. So I'm, um, I'm actually his streaming favourite ahead of Export Man. Also, okay. So, yeah, yep. that's twelve hundred was a minor query for me. It's gonna be it's gonna be dead last as yep. well. He is dreaming from the gate. I think Chris will just take a hold and go back. Um I just thought with all that pressure up front, he can sort of just sort of drop in behind them, improve sort of three or four wide, get last crack at him. So I imagine export man and 
and here's dreaming would be will be making their runs at similar similar stages so i was just impressed with here's dreaming first up mm-hmm. the his late i think he ran the fastest last 200 of the day so if he can Quite a good if, crack at him if actually, he can um, out to a big pass too if he can sort of conserve early and, and produce that booming finish late then he can match export man i think Yep. Well, that's the big question. If you're gonna, if you if you're happy to suggest the speed map, and it does look like a race where they can make ground, you mm-hmm. can say, "Oh, who do I think is going to run the best last two between his dreaming and export man?" And that's probably the question you've got to ask yourself. So, I've got export man just on top in my market, but I I did not do my market with any confidence whatsoever. Yeah, and if there's a if there's a leader that I'm going to spec out at a price, I'm I'm going to be having something on dance cocky for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I reckon it might get crossed. Okay. It's not super quick. I think uh, Zach or um, even Amber Highway, I think they'll really come out right. I, I thought Amber Highway went all right. Ridden went another one. It went quieter. huge. It went huge, yep. Last I think it was quieter, not by design. There was just six leaders in the race. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um it's one maybe Chrissy Nicolon for Renee Forest that could find a length as well. So, okay. it, it, yeah. Good, good race if you want to find something outside the box on speed, I think. All right. Race two is the Tab Touch Pinjarra Cup and Fashions on the Field. That's You're the entering? second of April handicap. No, I won't be entering. No. Although my dad won the Albany Race Club Fashions on the Field a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> there you go. So, the, there you the, go birthday, the birthday suit? What did, uh, <laughs> did Bernie sport on that occasion? Uh, no, he just, yeah, he just looked very smart as usual. But he yeah, always does. Yes. He always does. Yeah, he brought his best to the Great Southern and his best was good enough to get the result. So I, I must admit, post Odin Arca, I thoroughly enjoyed having a chat to your old man and uh, yeah, his uh, infectious enthusiasm still at that age. So I'm hoping... Um, yeah, hoping I've still got that same level of infectious <laughs> enthusiasm. This is a 2,000-metre graduation 60-plus event, full field as well, 14 plus four. Uh, there's a few that were last night double-engaged across Mount Barker. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure whether they came out or not. Rock Legacy, Zachariah Bow, I think, were the two. Oh, no, uh, no. But I imagine they've probably both come out since acceptance time. But uh, really at the moment, Karamundi, Soviet spy uh, looked to have the edge in the uh, in the market, and um, others in single figures include Rock Legacy, the aforementioned Rock Legacy, and my boy Eddie, who uh, from the Alan Matthews yard, being stretched out to a middle distance here after a couple of runs at the mile. Um, both are out. Both are out of yeah. Okay. I didn't even know that they were. Uh it's Mount Barker Cup Day. What have I been doing? I've must admit I've cracked the shits with Mount Barker a little bit. I've cracked the shits with all country racing at the moment, which is very unlike me. But so are we going to have a get out at the, in the last Esperance on Saturday if we need it? Well, it's funny actually. <laughs> the only race I've done for the day is yeah. the last because it's about fifteen minutes after the last at Pinjarra, yeah. and if we've absolutely done air uh, backsides, yeah. Um, yeah, I might try and find one, but uh, it was a tough race. It's a two thousand <laughs> meter class two at Esperance. <laughs> Where I think, uh, That's what we're hanging our hats on if, yeah. it, gets, if it gets grim Where on I think, uh, Magic uh, horse like Free Solo will probably go around $2.50 favourite. So I think we might be in straw. <laughs> we, we might be back in a maiden in a uh, yeah, in a 2,000 metre class too anyway. So we've got our big swoop coming across leading. We've got a bit of speed also no. through Django Dream, Elementaria, um, Overthought, Friar Away might come across from wide. It uh, could be a bit of pressure on early, Terry. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that they'll be very keen to find the front with um, – with Django Dream again, mm-hmm. and it should lead. And I think Elementaria will probably breeze. I think uh, – I hope it eventuates this way. Big Swoop, like it, it put in a, a shocker at Ascot on the 17th of December, um, had a little freshen up, came back over the mile, was so-so. Really nice win. So Ray Malpass has done a great job to 
get a horse to peak, give it a tiny freshen up and get it to peak so quickly again after. Um, yeah, I just thought that was super impressive. If you go back to its win, both 54 pluses at Belmont and Pinjarra, drew wide gates um, or didn't draw a wide gate at Pinjarra, but got sort of caught deep, had to work to the breeze. You're not entitled to give the little kick that it gave mm. on both occasions. I, if you go back through, and Big Sweep's a horse, I mean, I've had some good results on Big Sweep in the past. Um, it's a horse that's either far better finding the rail leading over the mile or something close to the mile back in the day, 1,400, um, or I actually think it's a better horse with a little bit of cover, mm -hmm. um, preferably like literally the – I call it the playing God run where you sit just behind the speed and get going from the six top thing. Yeah, cover and, and, cover and roll. That's Stevie yeah. Parnham. It's, it's, I reckon he's, he's, he's one of the better uh, implementers of that ride as well. So I think he can let those two draw on either side of him or both drawn just outside of him, come across, come across with them and, and just tuck in just off the speed and – as uh, soon as they show any signs of faltering, uh, he doesn't want to let a horse go around him, obviously, even if it means going at the eight. Um, he just pops off and and off he goes. And um, I think he'll go really close to, to winning the race. I, I do think that the way the map eventuates, Soviet Spy can kick up here and land in about six or so and probably follow Big Sweep into the race. And I think Soviet Spy wins, to okay. be honest with you. Um, it looks a really nice setup. And I'm wary of these staying races that it can be. Um, they take turns, like your turn, your turn. But Soviet Spy has been one of the unluckiest horses this whole campaign. And even go back to its trials, they were elite. Yeah. Like it's come back a proper horse. The only reason it's 28 days, I think, I might message one of our, the owners, Trav Murray and uh, Johnny Pine. Gee, well, they're flying as owners as well, aren't they? Yeah. It's all lightning. Um, I might uh, find out, but I think the 28 days is just because of the programming. There was a midweek race they could have gone to or an 1800 seven days later. And I think the fact that their win was off 25 days, they've just said, well, let's just hold off um, the 28 and go to Pinjarra. So I'm, I'm taking it as no setback. So jumping well enough, can hold a spot in about seventh um, because seven of these are just proper dropout horses, which will go right to the back. And I think Soviet Spy will just about follow Big Swoop and get over the top of them. But current markets, I don't know, you could save Soviet Spy, but I think I'll make Big Swoop the result here, okay. to be honest with you, um, if it's double figures. So uh, that's that's my thought process. Pretty keen to uh, have a reasonable reasonable crack here and um, hope, 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 hope my map is right and that Karamundi, uh, who looks like it'll probably get the 2,000, is just, just a little bit too far back. Back and wide. Back yes. wide, fan fanning, yep. it's going to have to be super performances yep. map-wise. For Karamundi, it's almost it's almost more important what happens out in front and who takes him into the race. Does Fryer away get caught deep and look to make a mid-race move? Or yep. with these staying races, and then does Big Swoop then get hemmed in and Soviet Spites the same and, and the winner comes centrally? That's why you've always got to be wary um, with the staying races because moves can can cook your maps very quickly. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why we're slightly mindful. Soviet Spy for me as well. Another winner for uh, Trav Murray. <laughs> Some of the best stats in the business, that yeah, guy. That's and, incredible. Uh, John O'Pint and uh, Greg Brown, of course, there in the Soviet Spy ownership. And for, well earned for mine, well. I think I, I, I know the – 2000 is a query. My boy Eddie's been running in against some quality opposition recently. He's been competing really well. Coiled up, um, conserve Paddy Carberry from a low draw. Uh, I can see my boy Eddie really hitting the line and making things interesting there. So if it turns into a standing contest, though, Soviet Spy is going to outwork him. But my boy Eddie can make things a little bit tricky for him. Yeah, 100%. It's flying. Um, it's just my modus 
Opera modus operandi. Yeah. To always take on horses first go at a, at yeah. a staying trip. But uh, it's just if, more the, if uh, it stays. The company he's been holding his And they've been, and it's been two races, one by weapons and leading. So yeah. it's, he's ended up back last and he can't jump. So, in all fairness, can he take advantage of three? The thing in his favor, as I said, there's so many horses that will just drop out here. So maybe Carver gives him a little dig early and he can try and follow Soviet Spy. Um, but yeah, always happy to take one on first go at the staying trip. But also, wouldn't surprise me if it won. Okay. Race three is the dance to Felix after the last handicap. Oh, Look out. Yeah, we'll be doing that. Look out. Felix is going to have the place rocking after the last there at Magic Millions. So this is race three, 72 plus 1,400. It was big nommies for this race, but I think some of the some of the quality engaged scared away uh, some of the others. So it's been reduced to an eight acceptance uh, acceptors final field some yeah some really nice horses here river rubicon flying chevelle de varga coming out of a brave performance in um in good company there at the ascot mile that was a hundred thousand dollar race at ascot last start then we've got uh weapon sun won its last two for dan morton and william pike and a couple other horses here who uh, can make things uh challenging for the fancied runners terry yeah no i think it's a um a small but select little group. I'm, I'm not overly convinced on, on much here. Weapon Sun's back to the 1,400. I, I know they nommed for the mile, but Drew Wide and Pikewood is riding uh, one for Bob. So it does make sense to come to this race. I, I think most people are just thinking, oh, Weapon Sun will lead. Like, Weapon Sun's found two races with no leaders, and now it's back in trip. I, I think if they show some intent with Chevelle de Varga, Chevelle de Varga. Um, Chevelle de Varga will lead. Will lead for yep. sure. And yep. I also think that, 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 where is my speed map? Um, I know that Roy's really keen for Big Butterboom to be as far forward as possible. So wouldn't even surprise me if Big Butterboom rolls around and um, ends up in the breeze and Pikey stalks him on weapons. And so will it be as effective at back to the 1400 stalking him? I think it'll still go really well, but um, it's just different to how uh, how he's been winning. So it's a fascinating watch. River Rubicon, in that sense, could not be far from Weapons Hunt's back, if that's the case, and who's going to out-sprint who then. So I'd fascinating little race. Uh, I like the senior going on thorough, good drop in weight. I think it can run a cheeky race, but I don't know if it's up to the other two. Happy to take on multinational first up at the – uh, for 150 days in this grade uh, at the 1400 from an awkward gar barrier, it's near impossible for me. Kendall's yeah, me dad's uh, flying. No it's just, trial multinational either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendall's me dad's flying. It's just the wrong race. So keep following it. Sluice Box is just here for a pipe opener into its campaign. I'd suggest so. Two favourites for me, but I, I found it difficult to split them in the market, and I think the market's got it pretty right. Mm. Chevelle yeah. de Varga can give a, it. It was going super last start in a cold rail as well, or dodgy little rail um, behind Corn Cob. Uh, well, big got, screen and yeah, Elk Queen got, got he chopped. Got crossed yeah. by a big big screen early, and then so. got got Pikey came across on Corn Cob and pushed uh, Chevelle de Varga to the fence, yep. which isn't um, the pref its preferred racing pattern. So, if we get a um, if it does play that on pace uh, rail type track that we saw, um, I think the greatest example for that last Pinjara track as well, I had this written down, was look at a horse called, and it's running today, Cocoon Bay, who I know a few people have had nightmares uh, <laughs> over, but just have a look at how well it went on that rail in behind them. Um, and then I think in the same race, was it the same race? She's Fit um, came out, was very well backed into favourites, um, got to the centre of the track and really just struggled to struggled to let down. Still let down. I think it ran the quickest last two of the race, 
but they've gone like nine lengths quicker than bench and it still couldn't make proper ground on horses like Denzo, Hot yeah. Chatter, like pretty battlers, I'd suggest. So, um, and then Let's Fit has come out next start and ran a really good second to Megami. Megami, yeah. who's flying ahead of a couple of reasonable three year olds. So, I, I think. Yeah, that was the race that really just showed you once you saw how that formatted up next start, um, how strong that rail and, and fence was. So that's worth keeping in mind. But in saying that, Weaponson and River Rubicon shouldn't be far from Chevelle here. Class, I think we'll get those two past it, but yeah. I'm not sure in what order. Yeah, I'm slightly into River Rubicon here. Just always had always had a strong view on this fellow's talent. Just starting to really put it all, put it together. I wouldn't be surprised with another if he can pinch a win here, that he could. Steve might even throw him in the deep end. Sunday, with, um, a Pinjar Classic or Bunbury Stakes. What about on, weapons? On I was going to ask you that. What about weapons, son? But, but perhaps there is. It just just depends what the result is. It'll um, be a ninety plus yeah. the Pinjar Classic. So. Yeah. So he's. he's it just depends. There is a mile 72 plus coming up for Weapon Sun and then there's Boy. an 18 coming up for him as well. So was sort of thinking we might try to stretch him out to an 18. Yep. But if he wins again, then we've got to sort of seriously consider a, a Bunbury Stakes option for him perhaps because there's post Bunbury Stakes, of course, there's the, um, I think it's called the Grandstand Cup 1500 and the Old Comrade Stakes 1600, which dig deep has competed in over the last couple of years. So those races are all Good on reference. the horizon. But River Rubicon for, for mine, I think he's, yeah, I think he's a real, I think he's a black type horse in the making. If uh, if he can have a couple behind him, which he should do, definitely sluice box and maybe one other, then he can be close enough to, to zap them late with his big booming finish. Yep. Nah, good little race. Race four. The Thoroughbred Breeders WA Platinum Phillies and Mares Classic. I thought this was uh, worth more than it um, more than it is. Yeah, wasn't it 80K. called something else? The Pearl. I think it still is called the Pearl. The Pearl. The Pearl. This was called the Pearl. It was called the Pearl. Yeah, it was called the Pearl. Yeah. Last year, lipstick flickers. Cal Bruton. I was going to Cal Bruton. Give it to you for a question for the uh, mastermind. Actually, ah, yeah, I didn't know. The Pearl. So lipstick flickers is looking to win this race twice. Twice and two years. Oh, it is. Okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, as Terry said, this is the Philly Demers Classic, the Pearl, 1,200 metres here at uh, Pinchero Park for race number four. Uh, another one that had decent nominations, but they sort of trim, trimmed away. Actually, Down to couple, seven, yeah, and Rebel Zone and uh, Strathmore Rose came back came in. Came back in. Mm. So important that they did because it's allowed it to be a uh, pay one, two, three, and both – Rebel Zone and Strathmore Rose could consider themselves chances in this particular race. So, um, Dion won't be too happy that Strathmore Rose is in the race. I bet. So, in saying that, I, I get this feeling that they're looking to take a little bit of cover with Strathmore Rose, maybe, and try something a little different. I'm, I'm not sure okay. for, for certain. But so, the uh, Dion horse, of course, is Sockoff, who's, yes. uh, who, Quick. who loves the rail, doesn't she? Loves, loves the rail, loves the paint. Loves the paint. Loves the paint. Loves the paint. Um, so hard yeah. horse to assess sock off to be honest with yeah. you it's like is it going well the 1400 gave a nice kick went too quick was entitled to stop prior start had to breeze outside of no white flag uh a it doesn't breeze that well but still stuck on reasonably well two dates two and a half lengths so yep but i'll tell you what 556 bucks with strathmore rose in the race um doesn't entice 
doesn't entice. It's the way I was. It's funny. I actually, you were laughing. <laughs> I'd done the race before they got put back in. <laughs> I'd finished it, so I had to redo the race, um, which was really impressive. At about twenty past ten, <laughs> Wednesday morning, uh, I knew I had a bit of a deadline yesterday, um, so I had to redo the race. And I, yeah, I sock off just got absolutely walloped in my market out the door. So um, that's it, it's the exact type of one I, I would, uh, even with Strathmore Rose, to be honest with you, I really follow scratchings closely because when you got two out and out leaders who are really strong out in front on a rail um if one of them come out straight away the race is it's a different race yes. like it's a completely and utterly different race so um good pearl classic though not bad not bad we've got stella vista who brings some of the hottest form lines in the state to uh, the pro- track probably the hottest i'd yeah. say Hal- halatorian of mm. course um and hammer mill no luck Last start, just got held up at a crucial stage. That horse is going really well for Merrill Halley. Riding change, CJP on board as well, which is encouraging. Lipstick flickers, Luke Campbell from nine. Do they press forward? How does how does she slot in? I think so. Um, so there's, yeah. I mean, you can make a case for, for most of these. Can Wednesday win on a Saturday though, Terry? I'm not sure. I don't know. No, it can't. It absolutely got given a gift last time out. Regal Access missed the kick, worked hard to lead. Wednesday jumped super, followed it into the race, only got it by half. So, no, Wednesday cannot win on a Saturday. Okay. I reckon I've, I, don't, I don't mind one at a price in this. Oh, God, me yeah. too. Hey. Me too. Yeah, me too. All right. I'm playing, uh, I'm playing purely by market on this race, though. Good. Three, two, one. Blow, Blow me out. Man. <laughs> I'm purely playing on market on this race. The big, yeah. the big thing for me from their last starts, blow me out. Stella and Hammer Mill met in the same race, and to be honest, I didn't. I don't know. Blow me out doesn't give me a huge winner's feel, no. but um, I, I don't think there was much between their three runs. I thought Stella Vista was still the best of the three runs, and it deserves a clear favouritism. Um, it had to cart up the field over the unsuitable 1200 meters behind Halatorian on a fence, which was a little bit of a query. I, I think I mentioned it last week. We we told Will. Well, we told Roy to tell Will to stay um, a horse off the fence in the straight, but he did it the entirety of the race. So it never really had proper cover on that fence. So it's, I think, a far better run than it looks. The trial was super. It's won three of its last five. So it's it shed that nonny tag now. Um, Stella, it's a type of horse that could just um, go on with too it. Too good for him, yeah. Well, it yeah. could just it could just completely go on with it. But in saying that, I'm, I'm pretty – I marked it a clear favourite, but in saying that 350 is just below my price, I'm – if it wins at that price, good on it. I'm I'm not too perturbed um, about that. But as I said, blow me out and hammer meal. I don't think there was much between the runs. And blow me out lands close to the one one here. Uh, it's back to Pinjarra where it's two from five. Uh, it was super in the Pearl Classic last year when Jade was caught deep the trip, ran the second quickest last two of the race. Um, I liked the trial when it led, which isn't its uh, it's not its go. Yeah, I think teens each way. It's just just over the odds. I was about seven eight bucks. I'm yeah, not, I'm not super short, but. Um, yeah, made sense. Made happy, sense. Ha- happy taking on lipstick and Wednesday. Happy taking on dream to me as good as it's going. Happy taking on sock off with Strathmore in the race. Rebel zone from an awkward gate can win back to twelve hundred, but I'm not too perturbed at five bucks. So yeah, yeah, blow me out makes sense to me from a market point of view as well. I think I had it third favourite. So mm-hmm. um, and Lucy going on um, doesn't like C- CJP uh, sort of suited her last start sort of quiet zigged and zagged late but from four with lucy on can sort of be there and ready to pounce without should be without burning yeah should be so one. blow me out yeah blow me out it, feel, it doesn't feel like i'm backing a winner here with blow no. me out to be honest and if the market went up and it was blow me out 
seven or eight dollars and hammer mill fourteen dollars or something, I would have said hammer, hammer mill. You know, so I, I don't necessarily have a huge amount between them. But uh, yeah, purely purely from a market point of view, teens each way is um, plenty. I don't think blow me out's a horse that will necessarily be strongly found in the market either. So I'm I'm pretty confident you'll get. Uh, each way double figures and comfortable double figures blow me out throughout. So, yeah, let's do it. Was was it a Magic Moons day where we did the show and we did the preview and we had Brett Pope training about five yeah. winners? And he didn't – not, not one ran a place. I don't think he had a place. No. <laughs> Danny George might have ran a place in a maiden or something or uh, – <laughs> dearie me, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be uh, – yeah, there won't be too many Brett Pope runners I'll be diving into <laughs> on this program. That, that might be the only one that gets a little bit. Jeez, we anchored him that day, poor we old Popey. Yeah. We anchored him big time. But, yeah, I think uh, I think Terry and I are aligned here with uh, a bit of an each-way play in the Pearl mm. Classic. Blow me out. Um, Jeez, so. good, good name as well, isn't it? Blow me <laughs> Yeah, that's a cracker. Blow <laughs> me out. Let's try and be more offensive. I reckon, I, I can tell you who would have named that horse as well, and we're about to speak to him. Who's that? Andrew Walker, surely, <laughs> I reckon. It's, it's Mastermind time, listeners. Once again, we said this last week. We'll say it again. Buckle up. This is going to be fun. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Much anticipated. Very much so, Terry. That's right. Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899. Located Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Uh, if you're in the neighbourhood up there in the hills... Uh, make sure you drop in, say hello to the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Um, let him know that you listen to a one what to the one one, of course. Feed, flutter, frothy, family atmosphere, big depth, rocking up there at the Mundaring. Uh, Butchie's up and about, Terry. We've mm. spoken about this. Whenever he finds one that he thinks is over the line, he calls it a pheasant. He thinks that's a that's a thing. Instead of a moral, it's a pheasant. So he labelled one a pheasant at Ascot yesterday. Don't trust Judas. Amber Is that Gl- one? Amber Glide, oh. $15.49, Betfair mm. SP. Thank you very much. So Butchie Shout up there at the Mundaring this weekend, punters. So, But let's get rolling. Let's bring back. He made he made an impression first up and an even bigger impression second up, knocking off Sammy White. It's our carryover champion, Andrew. What up, Walks? Walker, welcome back. Hello, lads. How are we? Very good, mate. Very good. Always, always better for having you on the program too. So, any got any zingers for us? Ready to go straight away this week? We'll give you. We'll just nah, give you clear the, air here. The feeling's mutual, mate. Now, nah, now nah, I'll wait till Old Bank gets on the line. I'm going to just burn him up a little bit, get his head first. <laughs> <laughs> old mate. <laughs> we'll, we'll go from there. Right? His Doesn't head. even have a name. Just old mate. Getting get his head. I reckon. Uh, I reckon you got him poor old Sammy White's head. I think he's still rattled last week. So let's see what treatment. Let's see what treatment he's got in store for our challenger, Mitchell Pavin. He's been on here a few times. He's had a few cracks at the Mastermind. Runner up, controversially, in the jockey versus trainer Mastermind tournament. He's back, Mitchell Pavin. How are we, boys? So excited. Sound less enthused. No, I'm not letting Walks cook me, so soft speaker. I'm not listening until the questions start. <laughs> He's emotionally rattled already. Hey, someone's already, Someone who's already talking about how I'm going to get in their head, tell me I'm in your head without telling me I'm in your head, honestly. <laughs> hey? And speaking of, I'm still waiting for my fucking $100 voucher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll give you a $100 voucher. Beep, beep, beep. I suppose you know where I live. You're always waiting for people to pay you. You're always waiting for people to pay you. Yeah, I was going to say, the only person to fucking 
overpromise and underliver like that is fucking payment racing. Free <laughs> oh, pool pump day. Free pool pump. I thought I thought you were going to say some sort there, Walter. <laughs> Uh, some sort yeah, really, really strong on the weekend, wasn't he? Uh, wasn't yeah. he? Walks just just needs to Go find a, a nice little six hundred meter race somewhere. Go a bit faster out of the gates next time, mate. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> oh, that poor ambulance day. Eh? The front end's never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, eh? No, I got tired late. Oh, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, saw her in a four hundred jump out. Eh? That's tomorrow, bud. Well, no, oh, good day. Right. Went well. Be fitter for the run. <laughs> How many lengths can you improve in one run? Well, <laughs> just want to know. Hey, eh? the next start. Asking for a mate. <laughs> All right. Oh, All dearie, right. Dearie me, Andrew Mitchell. Your names are your buzzers to be crowned this week's mastermind. You need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Terry. Challenger, are you ready? Born ready. Mastermind, are you ready? <laughs> I am ready. That's you, Andrew. Fuck me dead. Three, two, one. Who am I? I debuted in September 2017. And despite being placed twice at stakes level, it took me seven starts and a lowly northern maiden to break my maiden status. Despite only winning five times in my 54-start career, I think it's fair to suggest I eked everything possible out of my level of ability, earning a tick over $800,000 in the process. My most recent and final outing, I believe, was a month ago in the 2023 Perth Cup. Here is a list of the races I competed in. I ran in a two-year-old. Oh. Did someone have a crack there? No. Okay. Quivered. I ran in a two-year-old and three-year-old Magic Millions. I ran second in a Perth Stakes, third in a WA Styres. I ran in a Karakata, a Faretha, a Guineas, a Lex Piper. Walks. Walks. Gemma's done? Nah. Jeez, Mitch, you get the whole of this. This is – you've just given it away, Walks, you halfwit. Uh, I, can, I won a JC Roberts, ran third in a Mel Vista, won a WATC Derby, competed in three RJ Peters, running second once, competed in three Railways, running third once, competed in three Kingstons, three Teds, running second and third, three Perth Cups, running third once, ran third in a Bunbury Stakes and a Grand Mitch, what's your answer? Platoon. Yeah, Platoon. Thought I'd give that to him, eh? Incredible. Right. The list is quite incredible, actually. Uh, I won a Cyril Flower over 1,200 only six weeks. Would you weeks. have got that, Mitchell, if I didn't give it to you? Just that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Just this. Yeah. Uh, after nil. competing in a Perth Cup, uh, et cetera, it goes for quite a while, so I'm not even going to read the end of it today, BJ. Absolute ripper. Yeah, Platoon. Platoon. He beat Akin after that railway third, so, yeah. <laughs> That's right. No surprise. <laughs> Haven't forgotten about that one. All right. Mitchell won. Walks yet to score. All right. You could call that a half point, eh? <laughs> if you were being creative. Jeez, you're looking for freebies already, are you, Andrew? No, I'm saying, mate. I'll beat him 3 1. All right. Name, <laughs> n- name the horse that won the Magic Millions two year old classic on debut back in 2018. Valerie Walks. <laughs> Valroad walks. <laughs> Valroad is correct. Aaron Mitchell. Yeah, just just a first warning though. You've got you've got to go with walks before the answer. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Neil Mitchell. So give that to him as well if you want to see me really off the canvas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd prefer if you used your full name, Andrew, from now on as well. A N D R U E. 
thank you, Pitch. All right. One all. Name the trainer who has settled out the past two Magic Millions three-year-old trophy winners. Mitchell. Mitchie. Bastard. Three. David Harrison. Oh, Harrow is correct. Oh, you're only one uh, one stride away from being defeated here, Andrew. How are we feeling? Oh, that's right. Nah, nah, ice, mate. Ice in the vein. <laughs> Gemma's son and Pixie Chicks, Harrow's last two three odd Magic Millions winners. Okay. Export man and the gurus, be optimistic, finished first and third in the 2021 two-year-old Magic Millions with both horses racing at Pinjarra this Saturday. Name the Roy Rogers train galloper that split the pair in the two-year-old feature. Mitchell. Mitchell. Dark assault. Nah, good guess, though. Good guess. This is a toughie. Andrew for the steal. Three. Roy Rogers horse. Two. Get off the Chris Sight walk. One. Nah, I can't. I got nothing, eh? I'm going to say Chrissy Wonder. That was a, what, what were you going to say? Wonder for, no. uh, yeah, Roy trained that. Yeah, he trained that for years, I think. Good one. Uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, Heavenly Waters. Heavenly Waters. <laughs> Goes about as quick as oh. some sort for the first 400 as well, old Heavenly Waters. All right. All right. Next question. It's uh, Mitchell 2, Walks 1. Metallon is a full brother to what former high-class Mitchell, sprinting oh, mare? Mitchell. 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 <laughs> Mitchy Payman oh, is so hard. Has saluted. We need, we need to have the Zoom cam on him to get the salute. We, after yeah. he won the master I reckon one. there's a delay on my phone, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just think the delay's in your brain, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of a cognitive delay there, eh? Oh, hey, but I guess can't. what, big boy? I'm not forgetting about that $100 slides up there, so. <laughs> Whenever you're ready to drop that off in the house. <laughs> Oh, I told you, it's just like the clocker. No, like the clocker. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose you know, I shouldn't be that upset. Beating, sorry, beaten by someone who's a horse trainer. I mean, what's next week? We do a plumbing quiz, doing. <laughs> <laughs> Max Leach, you can run a fucking shower to a floorway, Sally. Come on. So how do you, how do you fix the hose at the stables? Eh? Oh yeah. Honestly, eh? I was to do some plumbing for him the other day and I had to change the hose end of the hose. I mean, honestly, man, that's when it's time to just call mum and say, what did you actually teach me when we grew up? <laughs> Tell you what, Terry, how can- He's turning this loss into a win, isn't how he? Can the one, how, can the, how can the 1-1 one, one proceed without walks? Oh. You know what we should do, eh? Because I know there's a few more questions left and Mitch raised himself. We should just go- Winner takes all luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to sound like Josh on the 2K this morning. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, how oh, good. No, I wouldn't back myself either if I was you, mate. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Mitchell Payton, uh, you are back on top. You are the mastermind. Uh, congratulations, yeah, mate. What so a, happy for you, mate. What, hey. a, what so a tussle. Happy. What a tussle. Walks, it's, the show's not going to be the same without you. It, what might be, it might be listenable now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mitch will take out two hundred dollar vouchers and have dinner together. I guess. Will we? Yeah, yeah. What do we do? Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Are you? 
Definitely not taking muscles and couch with only two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be non that'd be non for one of them. <laughs> the eight hundred out in the hole by the end. Have to go on the show another sixteen times to clear the fun. <laughs> no, uh, it's awesome, man. I'll just be waiting on my doorstep for that voucher. I can't wait. <laughs> what day do you reckon it'll come? Like just approximately, I gotta structure my week around it next week. Keep meals and stuff, you know. Got a third kid coming as well. <laughs> you have to express it. Reckon it'll make it before then. That's two months away. Reckon it'll express both or something, maybe. Isn't it? Oh, all right, Mitchell. <laughs> congratulations, mate. Uh, thanks for coming on. Can we get you back on to defend your title next week? Oh dear. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, sounds good. All right, walks. Thanks, mate. This has been great. <laughs> the, and, the Andrew Walker experience please, we'll never forget please all mine mate please <laughs> all mine believe me oh I love that thanks Jess see hey. you guys oh dear gee whiz that's brought actual tears <laughs> that's brought actual tears it's it's a rarity that uh, someone can out talk they just, just just get us both to the point of silence for about 10 minutes straight but uh, dearie yeah. man he's, he's lost but he, he might feel like he's won so I think <laughs> I tell you what, though, Mitchy was he, he he. This was the one that he mm. he wanted to win desperately. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was fresh. He knew exactly yeah. what he needed to do. Geez, yeah. that would have been tough to lose to Walks or yeah. today if he, if he did go down. So yeah. that was bigger than any race this will test you compete in this yeah. this campaign. I'd suggest. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, his confidence must be sky high. Feature race winner, trainer of this will test you back on top as the WA Racing mastermind. It's all coming up, Mitchie Pateman at the moment, isn't it? Mm, it certainly is. All it right, certainly is. let's. Uh, we're going to have to have a bit, <laughs> take a take a deep breath here. Uh, just the uh, the whole Andrew Walker um, experience, quite something. So we'll take a break and we'll be back with more of our Magic Millions Day preview. Right, the preview continues, listeners, with the race five. It's the lightsaber at Darling View in twenty twenty three handicap. Straight thousand meter seventy two plus. Is this the race that your horse won last year? Was a sixty plus? Sixty last plus. Year. It's, last it's year. almost like it's been catered for us to some degree. Yeah. But in saying that, if it was a sixty plus, we'd be carrying sixty, which what we that's what we carried yeah, last, last year. year when we won. Yeah. Um, that's right. But uh, this time around, it's a seventy two plus. Terry Tours, of course, is the bottom weight. Number nine, Material Witness. But I tell you what, for a um, for a short course contest, this is a river. It certainly is, and it's, to be honest, probably not a good betting race because only Material Witness and um, Bopping Blue have been down the straight. Some horses just simply do not get the straight whatsoever. You can make assessments on the way certain horses run. You th- oh, I think this will get it or I think that will get it, but until it actually occurs, you, you simply don't know. So, um, yeah, plenty of money horses here. Spin the knife, interestingly. I don't know why it's changed stables. I don't know if it's the same owners. Um, but Spin the Knife has moved from Luke Fernie to um, to Stephen Miller. It's drawn the right part of the track. It probably lands behind Bopping Blue, I'd think, who will come across find the outside fence with Metallon. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget the the wider the barrier, the better down the Pinjarra Straits. So Metallon's drawn the wrong side, but it's probably got the speed to come across and be one off the fence. So I don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, Moishwa just behind them. Capital Flight, who is four from four, I think, with Luke Campbell on. Double check that maybe for me. Three from three, four from four. Unbeaten, anyway, with Luke Campbell on. Um, we'll come across with beads. One of those will probably get caught three off the fence, which isn't the end of the world. 
to be honest with you. Um, and then Material Witness and Eorways will mm. probably be the two out the back, hoping gaps appear and the um, and the leaders come back to them, BJ. But uh, fascinating race. Just looking at it from a market point of view, I think my Moishwas over the odds at eight nine dollars, but barely. I'm sort of like seven, so n- not a race I'm too keen to get involved in. I, I get the feeling material witness will jump fifteen sixteen dollars mm-hmm. bet fair. I around a bend, it's a rung below these, it's a length or two below these. But people under underrate the importance of going down the straight and straight experience. It, it's something else. The material witness the last run was anything on that Pinjarra track. Nothing could make any ground on. It's not an apprentice's horse. We've had the apprentice on three starts in a row. It's, it's a difficult horse to handle. Um, Clint handles him well. And, um, yeah, if he gets out to something $15 plus, he becomes just a little each way bet for me. So but- so the two, those two horses, Mature Witness, uh, three attempts, two wins and a third down the straight thousand. Yes. And the third was with the apprentice on. And Bop and Blue, two from two. Yes. Two class two. five and a 60 plus. So, yeah. again, it's a, that's the thing. The stats, reading the stats out on their own look wonderful, but mm. none of us, uh, neither of the two, sorry, have had success in sort of this grade mm. um, down the straight. And if you look at just the raw times as well, Bop and Blue probably does have to improve a little bit. And while Pike's on, it's not necessarily the type of horse that Pike gets a huge amount more out of compared to Alan Kennedy. So, um, yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. What's, no real what's, opinion. What's the data saying? What does the data tell you about a horse on the up like Medlock? Uh, I, I think well, I've got a. I tried to do a likely trade market. Not that it mattered. I I, I had no real interest from a betting point of view. I'm I'm happy to be an owner here and have something on mine. But mm-hmm. um, I think Metallon will probably start. Favorite? It depends what what the word is with spin the knife yeah. and what they're thinking. But I think Metallon will probably start favorite I've just, from, I've just from seen, spin the knife. Seen the owners and if they're, I think there's a bookie or two in the ownership there. So Bobby. I imagine imagine the uh, if if it's on then we'll know. Uh, the market, the knife. market yeah, will, okay. will determine that, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that, 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 that'll determine what happens with the rest of the market. But then I think uh, bopping Moishwa, bar plate's on premium choice, so we'll, we'll take it on. I think beads will be out the door come late. I think EOAs will jump probably 100 to 1. Um, so if you're going to back it, definitely jump on Betfair. Don't back it now. And I think Material Witness will definitely be a better price late. So um, Metallon, Spin the Knife, they're the two obvious ones to be getting some strong money, but there will be bopping blue money purely on the fact that it's a straight straight horse with uh, with um, Pike on board. And as I said, Moishwa is the one that's come up a little bit above my price as well. But it's a tricky race, isn't it? Yeah. With, especially with the Spin the Knife, that trial was good. SJ Miller, Brad Barnum drawing the rights on the track. First, yeah, it's, it's a lot of guesswork in this race. So. One twice with 60 kilos too, mm. so it actually carries weight pretty I well. Mean, Luke, knife, Luke so. had a massive opinion of spin the knife mm-hmm. as well. So um, if if SJ can extract that obvious talent there, then who knows? But, yeah, I think I'm just going to wait to see what happens closer to start time on Betfair, betfair.com.au this, and just chip away at, a, at maybe a bit of value. So. I hope that Metallon or spin the knife get absolutely walloped in betting and start Unders and we get some $14 Moishoir and $19 mm. Material Witness. And either way, I'm pretty confident whatever I bet on this race, I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see mine run a so, whole so, Material Witness so each way. That's the, my tip. Material Witness each way. So the bookies, will the, bookies will be the winner. 100%. <laughs> you, you want me around for this race? I've got absolutely no idea. I reckon the market will come hard for something and the market will know. Yeah. That's the thing. So, yeah. Anyway. I, I tend to think that's going to be spin the knife. But, uh, but um, yeah, probably the. 
Oh, it's the same owners, actually. Yeah, probably the toughest. Yeah, um, yeah. Brett, Brett Arthur in the ownership. That yeah. is a Calgary bookie from way back. So doesn't, doesn't mind a Rex Hunt. Well, I imagine if 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 it's ready to go, then we'll know. Um, race six. The they ta- might be a little bit. Um, after last week, the Stephen Miller team, they didn't go that bad, as I said, but they might be a little bit gun-shy now. Perhaps it does happen too. Race six, the Tab Touch Pinjar Classics on the 26th of February. They just probably should have just put that the Palatorium. You beat me, so that was too obvious. <laughs> you actually beat me to it. The Palatorium Pinjar Classic on the 26th of February. Handicap, this is a 1,200-metre graduation, been scaled to a 58-plus. And uh, a couple of three, there's three three-year-olds in this race who, um, yeah, will be obviously will dominate the market. We've got Val Cicina coming out of a WA Breeders Classic, three wide, no cover the entire, and still boxed on to run fifth behind all the Kingsmen and fewest playful Planet Cash and Gage Roads. I think they were the four that beat her home. Super run, 1,400 back to 1,200 off a 20-day break for Simon A and Patrick Carberry. I thought Capo Veloce is building, building really well into its preparation and it's getting getting really close. And Adam Durant has a horse coming out of a maiden victory by the name of Super Session. Couldn't have been much more impressive. They had plenty of favours, but debut was encouraging and then put them away, second up. CJP back on board for this assignment. Thoughts? You'd think the three-year-old first four was a pretty good bet here, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be pretty surprised if they don't run one, two, three, four. Oh, sorry, I forgot about Prawns 11. My bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Prawns 11. That's, yeah. uh, well, look, I was hoping, um, I've got Prawns 11 and Val Cicina top two and then Daylight, yeah. Daylight to the rest. Um, I was hoping that one of them sort of went up considerable unders and the other one uh, it was a bet. I was happy to sort of go either way. And this is probably a good race to assess a track pattern. Um, will um, will it be a good rail on pace day and Val Cicina be suited through the fence uh, or will they be making ground? Because I with the speed map, if you just let me grab it up, you've got Ornamental Bell, X Celestial, and then I think King's Wench leads up a three-wide line. Yes. They won leading up a three-wide line. So yep. with 51, I don't think they'll be too perturbed about that. That's pretty weak, I reckon, from that point of view. So straight away, and we saw it, we were probably one of many who dove into the um, Queen of Jerusalem drift yesterday. But, I mean, we, we knew what we were getting into. We knew it was decoy noxious and float our boat out in front. It, and you need a gap to appear. And even if it does appear, it has to appear early because they're gone so early. And I don't know if Ornamental Bell and Ex-Celestial will be gone as early, but I think King's Wench will take you into the race really well from that three-wide line. So, um I, I don't know. That, that's why I've marked Prawns 11 a slight favourite. I, I think the fact that we've got a strong three-wide line, and I, I just love Pike on this type of horse, who, yeah. who ran a quicker last two than my Bella May um, when it met it two starts ago. I just think it's full of talent. I, Yeah, in saying that, it, after Val Cicina's last run, I thought wherever it goes next, it's million to one I won't be on her as well. So, uh, yeah, to, who get the breaks, who gets the luck, who gets the better ride, et cetera, et cetera. But if, if those two, one of those two don't win it, I'll be – I'll be pretty surprised. Yeah, so just prior to- I think Super just, Sessions made him was good, but that's a rung below. Yeah, I agree. Just prior, just prior to 12 noon on, on the Thursday when we're recording here, Pawns 11, roughly 320, Volsacina, roughly 350 average. So- um, I'm 290 versus 320. Yeah. So I've got them cleared out. I've probably been too aggressive with that, but- No, I don't think so. I think Super Session for mine is unders at 480. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Capo Veloce is probably about the right- I would yep. be surprised to see Super Session push out okay. more towards Capo Veloce's price. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So it's – I can't see money coming anywhere else in the book, but it is currently 127, 128% market across the board, which means everything has to increase by 30%. Yep. I think 
all that increase will probably be swallowed up by other horses like Mahalia, who's 16. That'll probably get out to 30. King's Wench, it could stay in the market to some degree, but mm -hmm. it'll it'll wobble out. Super Session from 480, as BJ said, will probably get out to $8, $9. Um, so that 30% will be swallowed up there. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty confident one of the two win, but that's yeah. a very short Dutch play at sort of 310 and 350 type thing. So I, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe wait for the day, have a look at a pattern and um, and hope that one of them um, provides what you need on Betfair. William and William, Luthwaite, Pike. Yeah. Winkers off for this first up assignment for Prawns 11. Well, the Winkers only went on in the Placid Arc where it jumped for the first time and um, went uh, went no good. So the Winkers off you'd think is a positive move. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the vet, the post-race vets showed nothing up there but something amiss there, beaten 14.6 lengths there in the – Placid arc, but prior Started to that, ten bucks in a yeah. five hundred thousand dollar race. Yeah, so. yeah. Cena was a run of the Breeders' Classic, just Massive. about. Massive. Like I, yeah. yeah, I was pretty keen on Valsacena in that race, and he just unfortunately for Paddy just got caught without um with cover when Santorio tucked in. So yeah, what you were saying just about the pattern of the day established at this stage. Yeah. Um, I think I think we'll have a lot more confidence by the time race six rolls yep. around. In um, speed maps are just, I'm learning, uh, not learning, you know, just how important they are when you've got Ornamental Bell and Ex Celestial, who I think will both jump 100 to 1. When they're the two leaders and you've got a horse in barrier one, it's not ideal. No. It's not ideal. So if they are looking like they're making ground, I'm definitely more in the Prawns 11 camp. Um, I think the key for Valsacena as well. So you've got Ornamental Bell in front. Uh, who's the horse? It's just Prince Monk's men yeah. end up leaders back. By the way, it's flying. Just it should be going midweek. Does Super Session end up leaders back? Does Recharge get across and end up leaders back? Does I'm Eugene kick up and get yeah. leaders back? Who's the one and, and what does it allow Paddy to do? But in saying that, Paddy has a very good record um, on these type of horses from those type of gates um, in getting them out and rolling at the right time. So Yeah, well, I imagine she'll be tra travelling strong. So if he can, if there's an opportunity to edge his way, out into some clear air that Paddy will be pounce upon that. But yeah, good contest. Prawns 11, Valsacena. And we don't be surprised to see Capo Veloce just run a bottler here. I think that's building towards something and um, hit the line really hard to finish alongside Melkar Pindari, who we'll be talking about soon last start. So um, mm -hmm. that was behind, that was in the Wild Bell race. But uh, yeah, as we mentioned in the intro, the four year olds look to have this um, between them. So Pawns 11 versus Valsacena, they're the ones at the top of the market mm -hmm. at this present moment in time. Witten's Irrigation and Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, first of our features, Terry. Race seven, the Magic Millions WA three-year-old trophy. Set weights, 1,200 metres. Street Parade and Man Crush, they finished four. Third and fourth, respectively, in last year's two-year-old classic. They uh, they line up here, and the horse that I just mentioned, Melkar Pindari, one of the best maidens in Western Australia, William Pike on, Winkers on, jumps from gate one after being three wide, the, three wide no cover the entire in the Wild Bell race at Ascot a couple of weeks ago. Other than that, it's hard to find, hard to really find 
anything um, that you can hang your hat on uh, falls away. A little bit quickly this race from a depth point of view, but Mount Crush is black type level, Street Parade's black type level, and we've got a strong sense that Mel Carp Pindari is going to head in that general direction as well. Yeah, this is – you just got to remember this is a lot of maidens against some stakes performers and one-up-and-comer, yeah. and you can almost – just lob a line through a lot of these. Niet's a fascinating runner. It, it's not going to be competitive here whatsoever, but it was the Russian Revolution that went for 350K, Sail wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I reckon it might be in a dispersal sale for about 12,000 uh, <laughs> in coming weeks. Even the lads might have done their dough there. Um, but there's a lot of speed in this. I really respect the early move for Wojtek in the <laughs> – How's that? The boys having a, having a bet. Oh, it's gone up 50s. Let's back it into 20s. That's, having a pop. That's having a pop. I reckon if it doesn't jump 800 to 1 on Betfair, I'll be awfully surprised. Um, but it's important for the speed map, BJ, because mm. it's it's got the widest gate. It's a leader in Geraldton. Um, so th there's a bit of potential speed here. Divine Inanna, interesting if they can hold up or if um, Street Parade does get across and find the fence. Man Crush will just spear across, I'm sure. Uh, Snipping over showed really good speed in its trial. It was a great trial. Mm. Um, but I simply am not going to consider that type of horse in a race of this quality. Only eyes for him has a little bit of speed as well. So, um, Tell you what, though, if Slippinova went to a maiden, it would be odds very on popular. Yeah. Very popular. And I wouldn't begrudge. If you're looking at Wojtek at 30 to 1 and this is 35 to 1, it's not a difficult decision which way you'd go. But there's just a real class edge here. I, I think I personally believe Street Parade will jump about 230. Mm -hmm. I think it will get absolutely walloped in betting. Uh, I think there's just got to be some risk on man crush from the barrier and maybe breezing. And Jeez, it's just a He's a fast horse, though. If he, he is, if he, yeah. If he zips across yep. And, yep. and Luke's got him cherry, then mm -hmm. look out. Yeah. Well, Pete. Pete's Pete, got him cherry. Pete. Yeah. Pete's got him cherry. Yeah, exactly. Right. Luke's been now. Uh, and Kingy. Stiffed. <laughs> Have a look at his barriers this, this time. He's got Here's Dreaming from the widest. He's got Mine Later Be Optimistic drawing car park and Man Crush drawing car park. He's copped a, uh, yeah, he's copped a, a stiff one with the with the gates, but uh, yeah, look, I think Street Parade will be extremely well backed. Um, smart enough to go down and to the tab on Monday and take the five bucks. Actually, went down there a little cash bet, which I really do. Thought it might uh, get a little bit shorter than that, and um, so I, I think I don't know how you want to play it. I think maybe saving Street Parade and maybe saving sooner rather than later, and, and then making the result Malcar Pindari. I, I really like. This horse, BJ, I know mm. it um, hasn't got the same runs on the board that Street Parade does, but I think there's plenty of speed on in this. I think the horse jumps actually reasonably well. Um, yeah, it jumps. Yep, yeah, sure. I think it jumps reasonably well. And 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 if Divine Inanna, it's probably through the fence, if it's Street Parade, Divine Inanna or Divine Inanna leading. I think Divine Inanna, how tough it was, you definitely prefer to lead on it if it can. Um, but again... If you want to back a, a jockey in to get out of a tough situation, it's it's William Pike. And, um, yeah, I just thought its run behind Wild Bell was huge. It was uh, unlucky um, pretty much every run last campaign when it was unsuccessful in breaking its maiden status and um, its trials before that were absolutely anything. So, mm. yeah, that's the way I want to go. But the markets come – like really, really hard. Like as soon as it went up five bucks yesterday, that got taken. Um, my who, feel Mel is, Carpindari? yeah, it was there for about eight seconds. So who did you say you got five dollars on the other day? Street Parade, yeah. Street Parade, yeah. yeah. Street Parade was. Uh, I think it was. What, what Brad, might have even been did, all in. What did Brad think of that? Well, he would he'd probably know now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think there'll be big money Street Parade, and I think we'll get the opportunity to back Mel Carpindari late. That's the feeling I'm getting. Um, 
just with the especially with the cut the talk winning really well yesterday mm. my bella may form yeah i think street parade will be super popular in betting that's yeah, my feel i think i'm back to street parade in the magic moons last year shot clear with sean mcgrady on board and it was uh she's a belter fair old horse gunned him down she's a belter she's graceful she's graceful it's in a dispersal in a um, yeah. online sale recently so. yeah some youngsters don't come back yeah um yeah i really just i got the blinkers on here with Melka, Pindari, all the winkers on like the horse so um yeah love the gate love the hoop if they go if they go quick and pike's just coiled up and he can extract um, do his usual ex- extraction here on Melkarp in Darry with a bit of momentum and some fluidity and dashing light. I, I think I just think this is the one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, um, yeah, I guess just my only concerns if you held up just for a stride yeah. and, and or Street Parade gets given the top man crush breezes and they dom- and they at set weights and penalties. I mean, yeah. just looking at their uh, rating, 78, 75 Raiders, you know, they are the dominant two runners. Yeah. So um, look, I'm, my plan is to save Street – even though it's really boring again price-wise, I just can't have any of the others. Mm. So save Street Parade, money back on the horse. I expect to be absolutely walloped in betting. Um, and then look, hopefully, at a late price, Malka Pindari, get something four-plus. Okay. It's very boring, but that's – yeah, when you're happy to put a line through so many horses and then the, the horse that can break my heart is probably Man Crush. Okay. So I'll cop that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malka Pindari for me, yeah, pretty keen All right. on him. All right. Bit of a lining. Sorry? Bit of a lining, isn't there? What do you mean? With us. Oh, yes. Aligning, yeah, yeah, aligning, yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, well, we're, we're aligning in uh, from an ownership sense in the next. It's the well, Magic Moons WA two-year-old classic, $250,000 on the table, punters. And, um, yeah, went to the barrier draw on Sunday, went to the event, which was out of the Mandoon Estate. That was good fun. And um, the fancies all appeared to draw well anyway. A lot of good men in eights, current $2.40 favourite. Odin Arca, $5.50 in gate four. And Super Smink, $5.00, uh, sorry, $3.50 rather. Um, barrier five for the Dan Morton trained filly there. From a market point of view, it looks like it's a three horse race, Terry. Are you narrowed your focus to three or are you thinking about including any others of the 14 runners as uh, possible winning chances? No, just the three for me. I think I think the market's pretty right in that sense. Happy to take a set. The fourth favourite's Dubai's daughter. I thought the trial was only okay. If it beats these horses on debut, then good Too on good. You. Yeah, too, too good. good. Thought Champagne Street was really tough, but Paddy gave it a nice steer from the gate. It's going to be a bit of a sit and duck. And then you got... The rest of them, big leading Taddy's one that could run a. If somehow I don't see any horse getting a soft lead in this, to be honest. But if somehow Peter Nucky kicks it out, runs and rolls, and it is that on pace track, it's the one that could be the blowout horse at yeah. 60, 70, 80 to one, whatever it jumps late. Um, but no, I, I think that the the three favourites are bang on in the market. They look well mapped in a race with reasonable speed. Um, yeah, I, I think the market is somewhat accurate. Um, the a lot of good men's got very strong figures twice in a row, but I, I don't know how much he, that means that it will be extremely well supported. And as I said to that little um, our uh, Odenaka group, I don't think we need to rush in for the five fifty. I suspect that might even wobble out a little bit late. Um, the thing is, though, with with the with the data in that sense, you go, what else did you want Odenaka to do last mm. start? It was twelve hundred back to a thousand. It went through the line super. The form lines behind it, we don't know how they read yet, but maybe they don't read as strong. Um, but it, it simply couldn't have done much more at an unsuitable trip. So I'm not too perturbed about that. And 
yeah, the blinkers, like you had the wingers on the last, the blinkers are on for me pretty clearly. <laughs> it's just, to be honest, wait for the late price. We saw it jump. We saw a big drift last night. Wait for the late price. And if I see, because I've got it cleared out to a top three, if I see 650, 220, 750, 240, I just back it each way. That's as simple as I'm going to keep it. Super smink. Um, I said I thought it was entitled to do it. It did last start to a degree with that last two under. I thought if you look at Ecstasy of Gold underneath it, it wasn't getting home too dissimilar. In saying that, I think it'll come on panels, second up, draws to land a lot closer. Um, I thought a lot of good men was a better run, but horses naturally do improve at their second race start um, heaps. So any of the three can win for me, And um, but I'll go with Odenaka each way, late price. Odenaka each way for me as well. I um, You know what's going to happen? We didn't tip it last week and, <laughs> and this week we were like, uh, yeah, load up, get on. Isn't that the, the big overreaction on the punt sometimes? Yeah, but still the way that you laid it out, I mean, do we really, are we going to chime in? Exactly right. Chime in the fave at 2, 240. Uh, a lot of good men. A shout out to Paul Huckle and the crew there. Um yeah, we have just have to stick like Odenaka. I think even like we spoke about the the debut run, he just hasn't really had an opportunity just to build into the race like like a lot of good men has at his last two. So we really haven't been able to see what he can do, sort of rolling into the into the race off the bend with momentum. And um, yeah, I just think with if we can get some momentum and some clear air, then yeah, I think he can match the the two favourites late. That's for sure, and that double their price or bigger, closer to start time, then that has to be the way we go, I think. Um, another horse who's, for mine, whose value, I thought this was the fourth pick in the race, was Guarding Heaven, ridden up on top of the speed last start. I think they're going to ride more conservatively from a wide draw here. Don't mind this filly at all. Um, look out for Guarding Heaven running on. But for me, yeah, it's yeah blinkers, winkers, everything. Uh, locked, loaded, Odenaka. Odenaka. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I went to the um, before. Never been beaten at Pinch either. Yeah, what about Ma uh, Maureen? Uh, Maureen Wolf, Steve's wife, says, oh, you, you're, drawing the, you're drawing the barrier. This was on Saturday. Oh, yeah, beat, I should beat. have mentioned that earlier. Yeah. You're drawing the barrier. Tremendous job, yeah. by the way. Yeah, it's quite nerve-wracking, actually. The, <sighs> the, the night before, I messaged my friend uh, Keith Watson, Jr., and he was responsible for the winter bottom stakes barrier draw for Red Cam Man. And of course he drew barrier 17 of 17. <laughs> so I messaged Keithy and I said, have you got any um, have you got any tips for me? And he said, phone in so you can get someone else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Very I don't think he's been the same since then, Keithy. So, um, but yeah, so we got there lucky enough to draw. Um, if you could have picked an alley, it would have been probably four, wouldn't it as well? Yeah, four, five, six. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Very happy when I saw that one come through on the, uh, on the WhatsApp. But the, the good gates for the, the main players is sort of is really um, made it into real like it, it's it's on, isn't yep. it? The race is on. Speed's drawn. There's some speed draw might as well. Um I presume Champagne Street will probably come across. So yeah, cracking the race. Yeah, and uh, yeah, over to Mr. Magic Moons himself, Sean McGrady, shooting for five. That's so, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it is mm. incredible. So mm. in a bit of in uh, real purple patch as well. So we can't wait, listeners. It's going to be a going to be a great experience for uh, for us. Well, for me anyway. Terry's used to it because he's had Magic Millions runners the last three years. Is that right? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> the, last, the last two years. But this will be the <laughs> only one that doesn't start triple figures. Three though. Didn't you have Yemen or was that the same? Yeah, thing? Yemen. Be optimistic. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
This so this will be the oh third. this is the third this sorry the, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the third. the third yeah. but yeah uh, be optimistic start so 150 to 100 and third um, I remember Luke's voicemail that morning and Luke you know Luke's a confident man at sometimes but he never usually says this and I remember that morning and Snipperucci was in the race and albeit it broke down but I remember him saying on that voicemail I would not swap our horse for and he never ever says that for any other horse in the race and I'm going fair enough and it was probably the run of the race that day big so he'll be optimistic good segue into the last but uh, yeah this is the first time I think I've had one that hasn't started 101 <laughs> so and I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think I genuinely, I think we'll win. I actually, I've just got this feeling we're gonna, we're gonna win. But I, I don't know. When you're going right, you think everything's gonna win. When you're going right, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good way to feel. It's a great investment as well. Like we're having so much fun, and a couple of the Chase and Eddie, as I said, first time owners. Um, it's a great investment for the ongoing own the dream concept, which is that event at Yarradale Stud last Sunday. I think they've got another event coming up this weekend or I think it might be out at the Magic Moon sale complex. So um, yeah, so we, we used the, the voucher that we got for competing in the Own the Dream last year. We ended up, our 1-1 one, one Own the Dream syndicate ended up in three uh, horses, small shares with, with Steve Wolf, three yearlings and this is the first one to step out. So from I think from the day that we paid up until he won his first race at Anarch, it was 11 months. So very fortunate to have such a um, such an amazingly quick turnaround and from investment to, to our first runner and then our first winner. So yeah, great fun, the Own the Dream. So hopefully a lot of our listeners and, and other people within the industry that are um, involved in the, in the concept or, or have been in recent years, hopefully they're having as much fun as what, what we are at the moment. So good stuff to, to Rawa and everyone who, who uh, support and put this show on and uh, yeah, we're having a blast. You can see why we are early in the day as they yes. um, own the dream horse as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think their their name, their team name was See Why We Are Broke, which is <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Which is why it's called See Why We Are. So uh, yeah, See Why We Are Broke. But um, but yes, yeah, so good fun, and um, yeah, brings us up to the last on the card, of course, Terry. The Get Out Stakes. Uh, it certainly is, B-J-S-T-E-A-K-S, proudly brought to us by... Market City Meats. Of course. Largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Terry, located out there at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt uh, and his team, they run a uh, ter- tremendous operation out there at the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. So. When you're in there, let them know that you tune into the one one, and they'll uh, give you the red carpet treatment out there at Market City Meats Group One Gourmet Produce. Yeah, it's an outstanding operation. So, congratulations to last week's Get Out Stakes winner Shane Page, another first time Get Out Stakes winner Terry. So that yeah, it's tremendous how uh, how much this competition. We haven't, had, is. we haven't had a dual winner in uh, in months, have we? Yeah, it's been a while. So. Um, yeah, good on you, Shane. He um, he was nearest the pin there in the last race at Ascot last Saturday. Of course, that was uh, who won that race? Tadweir, one point two five lengths for Shane Page. The, um, the 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 official margin was one point two eight lengths. So he was almost bang on, and that was uh, as we mentioned earlier, a fantastic result for the Ganjimi brothers in the get out. So to enter this week's competition, this is race nine at Pinjarra this Saturday. Let us know who you think will win race nine and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And um, yeah, never ever forget Sam White rule. First in best dress. Race nine is the Giesel Park Stud Handicap. 
1,600 metres, rating 66 plus. Geisel Park, of course, are the owners. Geisel or Geisel? Geisel, sorry. Geisel? No. Geisel? I just don't get the opportunity to, co- to correct you. This might be your key clean. <laughs> Geisel. Quite clean. Geisel. Um, of course, they're the, uh, and Eddie Rick, the owner of Laced Up Heels, had her first run at Sandown last Saturday. Thought she went super from running she on did, from back yeah. in the field. Only beaten 1.5 lengths on the line, basically. So Took the win halfway down the straight, yeah. just uh, had to sustain a pretty lengthy old run, so. Yeah, yeah. Look out for her. 100%. Second up, laced up heels for LK Fernie. But the guys will park start handicap. Terry's got a runner. Be optimistic. Saddlecloth number five. All my money's a chance. Arcadia Grace is a chance. West West River Miracle dropping back in grade. There's some other form in this race. It's a tricky way to end Magic Moon's day, but hopefully we can uh, end on a high, Terry. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident that uh, Pike will win the last again. He's making a real hibbit, hibbit of it at the moment. Uh, he didn't win it yesterday, though. Not yesterday. Pontiff beat out beat CJP. I dutched the pair of those, actually. Oh, a little bit of a trumpet, yeah. yeah. I would have preferred the other one winning at 40 to 1. But Gee, there were some wild rides in that race yesterday. Well, the ride on, I was very upset with the ride on guard, the safe, to be honest with you. He sort of half break. He wanted to, he wanted cover, you could tell. Then yeah. he decides to hand up like before, just before the turn. And I started watching Special Sword because I thought, well, you can't win with that ride. That's, that's the, not the I reckon the 10 worst rides of the day were all in that race. Oh, it was just it was horrendous. It was wild, and it was a day where um, it was a day where because um, once it gets out to sort of 10, 12, 14 meters at Ascot, you can make ground centrally. It's where you want to be, um, and I just don't think they caught on to that early enough that you can actually like. I think Gold Fries came from last. I back Miss Eugen in that particular race. And Jade had the opportunity to follow Gold Fries into the race or go back to the fence, six of the fence at Ascot in the 290, 300-metre straight, and that's what she did. And I think it was an absolute moral beat in it at 20-odd to one as well. So interesting going forward when the rail's out um, that far if um, catch on. Do you reckon a, a few of the hoops didn't realise there wasn't a cutaway there yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I will say, are- last comment on yesterday's race before we finish off this uh, this one one. Very rare that Mark Bairstow has a winner and you're not on board, Terry. Yeah. Tell me that you were on right. Well, in all fairness, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No, I messaged Dane after the after the, the race and I said, did you get that tip? Because he used to manage yeah. Mitchell and they obviously had their big run with uh, Mark Bairstow and Mitch Pateman. What a but, time uh, to be alive. No, I think I was. What I think time. it was fifty or sixty to one bet fair. I think I was longer than that. So um, it was. This was our funny, but it was actually good placement because it's a fifty rated maiden. So I think if it won the maiden, it would have carried sixty. But because it's been racing so long without success, it's, it's racing down to two fifty. Kilos, yeah. So no, 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 no. I don't yeah. think that's how it works, is it? No, I think it still gets all those points. But for example, like a horse. What, what grade of race was it? I think it was a class one, wasn't it? Yeah. So yes, it fifty. Nah. So it would just go up to a. It'd just be two Are next sure? time it's in that grade, it'd just be two, two and a half kilos off the limit. So, but if you win the maiden, if you won a maiden as your first race start, you'd go into that with 60. Yeah, all maidens are treated That's, equally, yeah, 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 right. So, I thought it might have made might have taken, I thought it would have copped the points, um, as if I won a maiden, yes, no. no, because I won a handicap, so. yeah, it's well, f- that's actually really good placement, yeah, yeah that's fascinating. There you go. How about the Bunbury trainers just having a real run at the moment? So. Certainly, are. um, all right. Be optimistic, Gary. Get on and last. What, what are we doing? Uh, oh, awful map, awful, <laughs> awful, awful map for it. Dear, dearie, mate. Like we last start. I mean, you get you take some solace from what happened last start because we we thought we'd probably be closer to the one one, and the horse didn't step. And we traditionally are a really good step up, so we can take solace from being in an awkward position there and still getting the job done. 
Um, last time we went around, we are our best runs are always at our, we're a Pinjarra horse through and through. A mile will be our best trip. I think third up is probably where you're going to see the best to be optimistic. It's just. It's just a really, really, really ugly map for her. Like, I don't know what horse she ends up on the back on who takes mm. into the race. Um, being late in the day is handy. Being drawn wide, often the inside's a little bit more chopped up. So that's in our favour, I think. But, um, yeah, tough tough steer for Holly. Definitely winnable. I've marked her second favourite. Um, but I've marked her about 680 or so. Okay. So she's about 650 at the minute. So what, so. Okay, so what price you got? The Wizard Arcadia Grace from gate one? 220. Wow. Yeah, I think, I think it's um, – I think it's probably one of your better bets on the card. I, I think I, I, Taj only claimed the one kilo last start, and while the race was set up sort of nicely for it, still had to zig and zag a little bit. And if you go back to its runs over the mile um, at the end of last, last campaign, prep, you go back yeah. to its fourteen hundred meter trial before this prep. Um, it's it failed. With, it just flat out failed with Fred Kersley on um, the day speedy miss one. But I, I think Arcadia Grace is a really nice horse, and I've. Always been a big fan. We're, we're less in the Cerise and White Vortex these days, but when you get a, a nice up-and-coming Cerise and White runner that's on the minimum from Barrier 1 with William Pike on, like it's it's just your recipe for success. So was, the market's obviously allowing us to have a bet now because it just hasn't been happening very often recently. So, um, yeah, I think the map works out nicely. Seeable will lead and Jupiter Sun will be in the breeze. Jupiter Sun will be gone a long way from home. And even though Seeable doesn't get a super strong mile, I think it'll take you long enough into the race for Pikey to get out and have clear air. And for me, that's that's the winning line. So, um, yeah, I, I think Barrier One's actually a little bit of a blessing here for, for Pike in that sense. So, uh, I'll be backing – uh, Arcadia Grace and uh, the late price be optimistic, especially if they're making some grand. I'll be looking to save or make that a little result too. Okay. That's my plan. Real, Really focused on those two, and I'd be very, very, very surprised if the winner comes from outside them. Uh, I'm going to be on all my money and be optimistic. Okay. So You're not with Arcadia Grace? Um, I don't know. Jeez, I, used to I, think able, I used to be able to sell things to you. I think, I think I've got a bit of PTSD about mm. Arcadia Grace, so I don't know. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, I actually think that all my money was a better run than it looked behind Weapon Sun, unsuited the way that the race shaped out the other day. Coming back from that grade, um, no, sorry, it's the same grade on Saturday, rather. But It'll probably be either stalking Arcadia. That's what I was thinking. Or, yeah, yeah it'd be fascinating. Yeah. They're basically that again. I always ask you this question: if they sprint together. Who do you want to be on out of Arcadia Grace or my money? For me, it's a very easy answer: Arcadia Grace. No yeah. worries. But if your answer is all my money, then yeah. That's mm. the. That's your bet. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, but also, what, what, ga- how much gas does Pikey have to use early just to hold a spot from one with Arcadia Grace? I reckon they'll be mindful and yeah. just sort of say, "Get out, use your gate, but don't put the handlebars down to yeah. hold the back of Seable, who might go yeah. above bench." Because so, every bit of effort you you use early is takes away from your late. So exactly right. I'll, maybe. In, maybe in, in one way, Arcadia Grace can be ridden a bit closer. All my money stalked and maybe all my money gets the last crack at it late type thing. So mm-hmm. that's the way I was looking. But, I, yeah, I definitely will be having something on Be Optimistic late. She's been a good mare to me, actually. And she's been yeah, she's been a good yeah. little betting mare, hasn't yeah. she? 100%. She's she's really going places. That was a, that last win was was really good. It was a great ride from Holly, like a super steer. But the way that Be Optimistic wins is that – and don't forget, Seable failed badly last start and, and Seable won't get the mom. So we're not perturbed about that and the beating us. It's just about taking horses into the race. If Seable and, and, and Jupiter Sun stays with Seable and Jupiter Sun's just battling in Jerry, I think it's just coming with Dream to me as a travel yeah. partner, to be honest. Um, 
But if they do bunch, next thing you know, Arcadia Grace and all the money are in, are in big trouble yeah. in, in a compacted field. Who's the horse you want to be on down the outside? It's be optimistic. Yep. So I'm not sure what Luke's planning tactically, whether he tries to hold a spot a little bit closer, whether Holly just snags and goes right back because there are some slow ones like – Accelerate, not that slow, but first up, it's not a horse you want to follow. Salon du Chevelle, um, Jupiter Sun, I said, will be in the breeze. Fry Rask was super last start. They're spacing its runs. Uh, West River Miracle will be up on speed. I just think it's really close to its mark with 60 and a half um, this type of grade. So it'll be fascinating whether Luke tells Holly to maybe roll the dice a touch and look for a spot midfield cover. Um, yeah, I, I actually don't know what the right decision is in that sense, but that's that's, what, that's, that's how optimistic that's, wins. That's they, they bunch, we get central. That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah, she's fit, fit now. Yeah, yeah, she's tough. And she was super deep yeah. first, so even if yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't I think know, snagging I don't the last know if, I don't is know if very can, hard. I don't know to if win. you can snag. Yeah, like you're gonna need so much to go right from yep. there. So um, I think maybe try to try to be a little bit positive, a little bit optimistic, well, and yeah. Um, yeah, I won't even give Luke my opinion, which I know he loves every time. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's take a break and we'll be back with our best, our maddies and our layers for Magic Moons Day. We're in the home straight, listeners, because it's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for Magic Millions race day. Terry, Betfair best. Uh, and the last, Arcadia Grace, and we'll be saving on my Grace. One. Grace, and yeah. we'll be saving on uh, Be Optimistic, definitely. Okay. I'm going to go for one of the features in the three-year-old trophy. Malkar, Pindari. Malkar. William, William, Winkers. I thought you might have gone the other, the other feature. Uh, I was very tempted, but no. Malkar, Pindari, that's going to get me. That's my bet for best. Oh, it'll be a good story for Bra- William, I mean, not Brooke, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a good story if they do salute. So. <laughs> uh, Maddie. Well, we've thrown a few out in the teens each way, but just we'll stick with the uh, the theme properly. No fudging this way because they are big fields. So, the ones so we, we probably don't kind of like blow me out. Yeah, 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 exactly right. They're they're healthy teens, but they are a few points short. So we will stick with it this way. We've got big fields. So we've got no excuses. Because we need twenty one. Exactly right. So twenty one dollars plus. Look, I'm very keen out an arc, but uh, I've got leading Taddy about twenty five to one, and it's sixty to one. So. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I'll back it myself, but uh, leading Taddy, if they can come out, kick lead, and it's a leader by a state pinch, it can give cheek at a big price. Okay, same race for me. The only, the only horse that really caught my eye um, from a value point of view and fits the criteria was Guarding Heaven. It was very short in the A Lot of Good Men race Would the other you day. Know and, my uh, name <laughs> that's right. If you were guarding, heaven. I think Brad Parnham's. Um, uh, partner Sarah is a shareholder in all oh. ladies' horse as well. We can't forget they got the all ladies bonus. So the the first all oh, yeah. women's owned horse across the line picks up like sixty thousand dollars in the Magic Wins two rod on Sunday. So guarding heaven at thirty one dollars, considering its SP last start. I think um, getting back and running on. I think that's my Maddie. Even though Odenak is. Uh, so who's the favourite for the who's the favourite for that? I'm just having a quick look. So Snow Prince has just got one owner, and so that's the ladies' horse. Who, who's the owner? Uh, it's Miss M H Day. Oh yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, and uh, of course she has is Miss R Hill. So yeah, that's, that's smart. I think that's, uh, Ryan Hill's sister. Ecstasy yep. of Gold, Champagne Street is one. Yes. Uh, 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 Guarding Heaven is one. Big Player is not one. I think there's six. There you go. Fascinating. Yeah. They all have it's a little race within a race, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. What about the a lot of good men and the, all the king's men? It's like we're sick of all these uh, ladies only horses. Let's form a bloke syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> Blokes only. Uh, very good. Um, all right. So there is six horses in the Magic Moon two year old, all female owned. First one past the post, sixty k. Fair on eighty. I think it's total 80. I think you get something if you're, oh, like, okay. if you're the second and yep. third horse right. as well. So. Yeah, good initiative. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Guarding Heaven, Brad Parnham, Ryan Hill is my Maddie in the two-year-old classic. Lay of the day. Uh, I've gone with Super Session. Really that, nice yeah, horse. Me too. Yeah, just under the odds. I think yep. it'll double in price. So let's uh, against two very good ones. Um, oh, Capo Veloce is very good too. So I just think uh, might run into a couple of good ones. As good as it is. Yeah, at the prices at the moment, it's like four, four fifty, four sixty. Super yep. Session. I was upwards of seven fifty eight dollars type thing. So, and I think that has to be my lay of the day as well. Very good. All right, we got to the end. Oh, 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 oh.